Welcome to Personality Lounge. Um, today we're going to talk about uh, how to spot personalities in real life. Really just kind of going through each personality type and then several things that I've noticed about each one and, and ways that I've uh, figured out how to type people um, just over time. I guess I should say like typing people, um, even though like I'm some of these methods I'm going to talk about are pretty like good to use and they're pretty reliable. Typing people uh, in real life is is definitely one that you could definitely miss on. So like even when I guess people's types, I'm probably right only like 70% of the time or something like that. So it's not like um, there's proven anything because everybody can be completely different than how you read them as a uh, cover. Um, and as I got to know them, I realized that, you know, um, I was wrong. And usually I realize I'm wrong because I had them take a test. And so, and then that way it's like, you know, it helps you learn all these different things. So I'm going to go through each of these personalities one by one um, with Myers-Briggs and just talk about some of the facial features, body features, personality behaviors that I've seen, the way they walk, which I think is uh, pretty important to typing someone, um, speech patterns, values, and then uh, like different displays of personality traits and things like that. So anyway, it should be a, a good episode here. Um, so we'll start off with INTJ. Um, and INTJ, I would say like a lot of their facial features, they're very reserved type. So like they don't have a lot of emotion. You can't really see a lot of emotion in their face. Usually um, they may smile, they may do things like that, but it's, it's really interesting. Um, because they are very calculated, so they don't want to ever like expose their real hand, so to speak, to the to the outside. Um, and, but I, I've noticed like INTJs usually are a uh, skinnier build. Um, I have I'm trying to think if I've even met an INTJ over the years that has been bigger build. Um, maybe maybe one that I can think of, um, but. INTJs on a whole, they're usually pretty like calculated and reserved and like they'll uh, build a schedule in order for them to hit their goals. So if their goals has anything to do with their body or things like that, you'll definitely see it. Um, a lot of INTJs are into some type of working out routine, like rock climbing, um, all sorts of different things. So they, they have uh, kind of a broad range of uh, things and stuff like that. Um, I would say INTJs also, because they're so introverted, um, you know, they're more into like books, ideas, that type of stuff. And so um, when I say like rock climbing, I, I feel like INTJs are more into like specialty sports, not just sports where they're like social and things like that. So, um, but uh, personality behaviors I've seen. So, like I said, they're very closed off and calculated they tend to really think before they answer anything. So you gotta give them time to really think it through. Um, I've noticed that a lot of them um, are very open-minded. So like they don't mind if things are a little rigid, but they also love things really well put together with a schedule, things like that. So um, that's some of their behaviors. Uh, the way that they walk, I would say is very much like um, a shallow walk, like they are kind of hunched over a little bit. They're they're not like I would say it's like a nerd nerdy stance, um, so to speak. The way that they kind of present themselves, 
I know like a couple famous people that are INTJs would be like Mark Zuckerberg, um, and let's see, like Nikola Tesla type of look. Um, and so it's like those those types, the way they kind of like not like sulk, but like even even like a really muscular INTJ, like uh, uh, I'm trying to think what his name is. It's like. I think it's Andy Ferris. Uh, he's an author, and he's he's muscly INTJ, but he's still he's still very nerdy in the way that he looks and the way that he walks. So there there's some interesting ways that they kind of do things. Um, speech patterns, like I said, they really think things out. They really go deep really quickly. So they'll usually be one to point out kind of what you what you bring um, to the table, their values kind of like correlates to that as well. Like usually they're very logical um, and they don't like nonsense. They don't like things like that. So they, they kind of show those type of traits um, and then displays a personality trait that they have. So once you actually get to know an INTJ, like past just an introduction, you'll notice that they're very, very scheduled as far as like their uh, their entire week, uh, two weeks, three weeks. It, it just all depends on what they have going on. But they do that so that they have enough time to accomplish everything that they need to do. So it's interesting uh, when you meet one because uh, that I really feel like displays quite a bit. They're very rigid, meaning like they will want you to do it the way that they see it, uh, and so they they don't. Um, they're they're kind of inflexible that way. So that's. Um, that external thinking trait that's their second trait after internal intuition. So it goes internal intuition, external thinking, and that's usually what object, objective facts are, uh, are from is that angle. So um, the next one is ENTJ. And so ENTJ facial features, I would say they definitely smile a lot more than INTJs. Um, and they usually have uh, kind of a like a, either a rounded chin um, or they can have really like muscular uh, type face depending on of course like if they're physically fit or if they're not that type of thing um, I would say ENTJs their body features they're usually more on the skinny side uh, they're they're usually fit. They usually have some type of routine that they've worked into their lives. An unhealthy ENTJ would probably uh, be less like that. But um, the ones that I'm modeling this podcast off of, they definitely have all been fit. And like um, their personality behaviors, obviously, they lead with external th uh, thinking. And so they'll interrupt you if they think that they have a better answer. They'll, they'll try to dominate the conversation usually in, in certain situations. Um, some, sometimes you can tell an ENTJ just because they'll like completely destroy whatever the argument is and bring in their own. And so it's uh, like you have to kind of prepare for that with them is they don't, they, they don't take any type of idealism if it doesn't go along with what their objective thinking really uh, brings out. So um, the way that they walk, I would say, is definitely more to determined type walk. They're not lazy walkers. They're usually like, you know, they, they, they kind of walk their shoulders back type thing. They, uh, you know, kind of puff out their chest a little bit more, I would say. Um, and 
like they definitely like in a social social situation they smile and things like that quite a bit um and so uh it, it is interesting like let's see a couple entjs that we could describe so like bill gates is supposedly actually sorry he's an intp he's not entj um what's the other billionaires uh Um, it is the Oracle guy, uh, Larry Ellison. So like Larry Ellison is a ENTJ. He's famous for saying the Genghis Khan quote, which is, it's not enough that I succeed. All others must fail. So like those, those types of personalities can definitely sometimes walk around us. Um, the, the speech patterns of an ENTJ is sharp. I would say they're very, very sharp speech. Um, they want to get in, get out with whatever they're trying to talk about. They uh, usually will correct people without really glancing two eyes at it. Like some people will correct people nicely. Uh, ENTJs are not one of those types of people. So they'll, they'll try to uh, correct people, but they're kind of like sharp tongued when they uh, come about. So they have to kind of watch that themselves. But um, the, the values that ENTJs have, obviously, they're going to be more of like the type eights, uh, Enneagram, the type threes, that type of thing. So you'll see them wanting success and wanting to have uh, more like alone time or independence time, things like that. They want to be their own boss. Um, and those those values really kind of just show is like sometimes they'll take over the conversation or, you know, these different things that can happen. So those those are kind of the ENTJ uh, things that can happen um, as far as that goes. INTPs. Uh, so INTPs are a really interesting type. I believe in the last podcast episode, I mentioned them as kind of like a teaching type because like they're usually quiet until you give them a uh, permission to talk if you will like and they're gonna have people that will actually listen um, they'll take they'll actually come out of their shell quite a bit um, in that type of instance but facial features for INTPs definitely a very round face um, I would say INTPs have probably like um, more hidden cheekbones or they're more like like sticking out more front ways so kind of like I think of like the uh, the Mad Lib kid or something like with his cheeks just really high up um, on his face, but kind of back and hidden. So it gives him that kind of rounded face type look. They um, their their body features are usually very skinny. They're usually in shape, um, not not uh, usually because they're working out, but usually because they're malnourished. Just kidding. Um, Mainly because I would say that INTPs, I feel like their metabolism just never gives out on them. So that's uh, that would be debatable. I th I'm pretty sure. So, but um, body feature wise, they're definitely more nerdy, um, and their personality behaviors, they're really reserved. They once you do get them talking, they'll talk all about whatever subject that they have all the knowledge about. Um, as far as like. Uh, engagement and stuff they'll usually be slow to engage um, and like you know if, if you ask them to do something they'll probably do it but they are somewhat slow to engage um, and then I would say as far as their walk and things like that goes um, 
they are a little bit more like an INTJ walk where they're kind of like a nerdy lerp. And they kind of like hunch over a little bit. I've seen some INTPs that are very, very nerdy. uh, And like they'll they'll kind of like constantly look down um, as they kind of walk. And they're usually like very skinny, uh, nerd, very nerdy. Like it's, I feel like INTPs and ISTPs have the same type of like body build a little bit just because of it. So, but um, INTPs, uh, their speech patterns are more or less like, um, they're kind of all over the place in, especially if they're talking about like something that they're really interested in, they'll kind of, uh, profess, uh, if you will, they'll kind of like explain a little too much about it, gives, give you a little bit of background detail, that type of thing. Um, they really like to make sure that like you get the concept that they have in their mind. So it's, um, they're really good at that type of thing. As far as other speech patterns go, um, somewhat they have, uh, I would say kind of like slow speech, meaning they don't talk super fast. Uh, and they're really, really slowed down, things like that. Um, and then the, the values that they have, of course, is like logic. Um, they're going to be more of like that type five of Enneagram where, they're gonna look more for um, the knowledge and the facts around a situation. Maybe like a, a four, uh, sorry, a five wing four or something where they'll be a little bit softer than like a five wing six. But uh, both of those definitely kind of fit that INTP mold, uh, if you will. So um, ENTPs, uh, facial features for ENTPs, they usually have a, a pointy chin. Um, especially like women ENTPs in general have pointy chins. Um, and many ENTPs, they'll usually have somewhat of a, a slender body with a pointy chin as well, um, but not as, uh, as visible as women ENTPs. I don't know why that is. Um, but ENTPs, um, in, in general, they, they tend to have a bigger head for their body and so, and their body is usually like smaller than what it looks like they're they're supposed to to hold. Um, and I'm just like generalizing that on a lot of uh, guys that I've met that uh, tend to have a skinnier build um, and a big head. So, uh, but yeah, the the pointy chin is really the main thing that I look for on ENTP. The other thing is um, for like personality behaviors for an ENTP, they're usually pretty boastful about whatever their idea is. They will interrupt people, but they'll also like listen. And so like, and when they like interrupt, it's because they want to like interject with something that adds value. Usually, um, it's really rare that they interrupt to just take over the entire conversation and make it about themselves. They, uh, they tend to, um, like, of course, think of all the ideas that anybody is pretty much pointing at them and trying to decipher how that works. Um, but they, they do tend to help, I guess, a lot more people in their idea generating and things like that in type in like group settings and stuff. Um, the way that they walk, I would say is <laughs> kind of like Willy Wonka ish, um, because they will kind of like have a, uh, a slow steady type walk that, uh, really just like you could tell they have 
like confidence and energy and things like that. They usually don't have their shoulders slouched over things, things of that nature. So, um, ENTPs, they definitely have, uh, like just a, a lot of confidence in their walk usually. Um, and then, uh, speech patterns that I see with ENTPs, they, they definitely like to get to the point really quickly. Um, they love to joke. They love to play devil's advocate. And that's something that you'll notice. Like if you ever talk in a group setting with the ENTP, they'll be the one that brings up the counter arguments to whatever the argument is, even if they don't even agree, they just like to think about that other side. Um, and so the values, of course, ENTPs will have is probably like fun, uh, like like an Enneagram 7, Enneagram 8, Enneagram, I'm a Enneagram 5 ENTP, so I know that's a little bit rare, but more of that 7 to 8 range um, where they value a lot of fun and freedom and flexibility and being uh, their own kind of boss, if you will. They're, they're in charge of themselves, that type of thing. So. Anyway, that's uh, that has like some of the values you can definitely see in people like that um, just by observing, right? Um, displays of personality traits that they have, I would say, is um, they they seem to have. Well, this this is like a facial feature too. I've seen a lot more ENTPs with glasses than I have without, so that's something that uh, I don't I don't know if it's common amongst ENTPs, but I've wondered. Um, and then like the other personality traits is they're usually somewhat goofy. Like, so the, the, you think of them as like a thinker, but when they act and they do things like in front of people and stuff like that, sometimes they'll do something goofy just out of nowhere. And it's just part of who they are. They're, it's, uh, it's just a weird personality trait that you kind of see. So if you're like trying to guess what someone's personality type is, their ENTP, um, that could be a, a good indicator. Uh, ENFP is a little bit different. I'll get into that in just a second. So next one is INFJ. And INFJ, their facial features, I would say, are very, um, uh, I, I would say, like, kind of long. Um, they usually have long, longer faces. They, uh, they sometimes will have a pointy chin, sometimes they won't. But definitely more of that long face. And uh, you can see that in like a lot of INFJ men in particular. Uh, there's a lot of long faces. Um, and I'm just thinking of a couple of them. Uh, so anyway, um, INFJs, their body features. I, I don't think I've ever met an INFJ that was like overweight. I know that they actually, yeah, I have. Um, and like, I think I think, of course, it's, it's all about like how healthy they are and some of their Enneagram and just like understanding themselves and things like that. But um, I, I uh, most of the time, though, most of the INFJs that I have met and seen and talked about personality types with have been more on the skinnier frame, more on the smaller frame, even for the men. I do. I do remember meeting a taller uh, INFJ guy that was taller than me, and he uh, he had red hair, long face. Um, very nerdy. So like a lot of the INFJ men, they look very nerdy. They kind of like, uh, they kind of look like an author bookworm type nerdy. They're not like a computer nerd where they look like they've been like staring at a computer all day long and 
and they drink coffee. They're more like a nerd that you would see behind a typewriter almost and very introverted in that way. Like, um, and so you'll see them, uh, let's see, um, personality behaviors. You'll see them, uh, kind of be a little bit lurpy walking, um, inside of like how they present themselves, especially men. They kind of like their little, like their, their shoulders can be hunched over a little bit. Um, I have not seen very many INFJ men that seem super confident the way they walk. Um, but like most of them, I would say just have a, a warm, casual walk. Um, and they, they tend to be somewhat cheerful too. So that's, uh, another good point about INFJs. Like they don't usually look like they're having a bad time. Like a INTJ walk looks like. Uh, INFJ looks a little different because they actually look like they're having a good time. They're somewhat delighted, even though they're a little hunched over still. Um, and and for women INFJs, I would say they're they're probably more confident than the men INFJs, just because of of the way that the feeling and thinking traits kind of show up in in the sexes. But INFJs, uh, women, I think that they're very like uh, they do show confidence. Um, they usually have some sort of like being, um, I guess almost like independent the way that they walk around. Um, cause they, <laughs> they did like, it's almost like they would walk right through you if, if you allowed them to or something. Um, but they're very like, uh, I, I, they, they almost kind of just float on the ground as they walk by and think so they, they kind of just like hover anyway um, INFJs their speech patterns of again they're very rarely like uh, they take a little bit of time to respond because they want to think and feel about what the what the uh, question and things like that is so they take a little bit of time but they usually will get into crazy deep ideas really quickly um, they don't spend a lot of time on small talk. Um, and so they'll, they'll like, you know, nod their head and like give you like the big wave nod thing where it's like, they're kind of like shaking up and down, but they're kind of just like leaning back and forth like a bell almost. Um, they, uh, they have, I don't know, like, like very little emotion in their face. Sometimes, um, they can be kind of lifeless. And uh, um, so INFJs, it just all depends on on the, the values, I guess, of an INFJ, because most of them, I would say, are probably uh, type four, type five and maybe like nine or uh, two. And so INFJs kind of range as far as their values go. Um, and then displays personality traits that I could think of that I didn't talk about yet is um, INFJs they tend to um, like whenever they're in a, a big crowd environment, they tend to be more quiet and they tend to listen uh, a lot more. And so like even in uh, small groups and things like that. So it's, it's really interesting because they'll usually ask a question to spark a conversation and then uh, they'll kind of like watch and listen and, 
you know, add something else. So it's it's just interesting to watch how INFJs kind of work and how their intuition kind of like plays into everything. Um, INFPs, um, facial features for INFPs. I would say INFPs have definitely more of a high cheekbone, um, especially in women, um, where it's like right under their eyes type cheekbone um, with like a longer uh, kind of like oval face down to the chin almost um and so infps they and i think men too like they usually have kind of like some uh some bigger cheeks um for uh being an introvert type they um their body features i've met them all over in all sorts of different ranges so like I've definitely met some overweight ones and I've definitely met some uh, skinnier ones that actually like worked out all these things from like all, all sorts of different people. So anyway, um, personality behaviors that I see INFPs do, um, they tend to be one to stick around people. And like when you walk into a room, you see an INFP, if they are alone, they usually are very alone. And so... Like, and you can kind of see them like slowly looking around, uh, like scanning a room. Um, they they kind of do that as you interact with them in, in your personal life and things like that too. They, uh, they, they will tell you what's on their mind um, in a way that they feel like you will understand. And so they'll be really good at explaining what an emotion is or why something has angered them or why something isn't fair like they will be masters at being able to really kind of come across with that. They're usually in the middle of the drama of some of their circles. So like um, a lot of people have to uh, like look for INFPs in that light of like, usually they're the ones that can be the peacemakers. They can also be the ones that kind of get in the middle of things that they shouldn't. So uh, that's one thing I, I have noticed and uh, about INFPs, they kind of are in very like tons of circles, and they're usually in the center of them sometimes. So um, the way they walk, I would say um, for women, it's kind of like a soft walk, um, where it's almost like a Disney princess walk, where they they like reach out more at their toes, and then kind of like walk more so than like a real uh, like grizzly you know, man walk, that type of thing. Um, INFP men are a little different. Um, I do see them more like they kind of walk like, um, <laughs> kind of like a, a troll almost like a, a gnome or something from, from like Lord of the Rings. Like, so they they have kind of like this brute bruteness about them a little bit. Um, and, so like I, I I definitely like see that in INFPs. I think INFP men um, have a really interesting situation just because uh, they have internal feeling as their first trait, which is not necessarily a masculine trait, and so they they overcome that in a weird way, and you can see it the way that they uh, their behavior and the way that they walk because they try to like overcompensate sometimes. Um, I rarely see an INFP man look. 
girly. I think that's the right word I'm looking for. So a lot of them, they definitely look more of a masculine figure um, and definitely a lot uh, more so than INTPs and INTJs. So um, INT, INFP men, you'll see them doing construction. You'll see them uh, doing art or music and all these different things. So they're, they're kind of all over the place, but uh, for the most part. Um, so uh, speech patterns with INFPs, they, they love to tell you everything that's going on um, and like focusing on more of the feelings. Like you, you can tell when you're talking to an INFP and they're empathizing with you because they'll be like, oh, like, oh, you poor dear. All these different things that can happen um, that they, they kind of just put themselves in your position and then fill the feelings that you're feeling with you. So it's really an interesting experience the way that they kind of, uh, do that. As far as values go, I would say INFP by far would be type four as the most prevalent type for INFP. They like to have what fours are all about. And then secondly, besides type four, I would say INFPs are probably, uh, type six, maybe type nine, definitely type nine, um, and maybe type two as well. So, and so very similar to the INFJ as far as like the personality values go, that type of thing. Um, it displays personality traits. Um, like they're, they're very mysterious. And so you can always kind of tell an INFP just because like they're somewhat mysterious like they'll kind of like glance at you and then just kind of like fade into mysteriousness until you ask them questions and things like that so um i think that they're they're definitely a very interesting type as far as personalities to look at um enfjs uh their facial features definitely uh cheeks like high cheeks i would say that they're more horizontally positioned instead of like a really high up underneath the eyes. They're more like a, uh, um, I would say ENFJs have a very like, hmm, symmetrical, no, that's not the word. Um, like a, uh, like, oh, I'm trying to think of the right word here. Um, I don't know. It's it's definitely more wider cheekbones with like uh, it goes down into their chin and things like that. So, but they the very a lot of ENFJs are extremely beautiful people, um, and so like I would say that a lot of times they uh, like they'll have very pretty faces. They'll smile. They'll be super inviting. They'll feel like your best friend when they enter a room. Um, their facial features as well. Um, I don't know. They usually have their hair done. They usually have fancy things done um, versus all the other types that I've talked about. They're definitely more done up um, so far uh, that I've talked about, I should say. Um, in men, ENFJs are the same, like the, the high cheekbone, a little wider cheekbone, a little wider face, round face. Um, and ENFJs, like they tend to definitely be a little goofy, a little laughy, like they're always fun. They're always kind of a leader in the situation, things like that. Um, body features wise, I have seen a lot of ENFJs that are um, more on the heavy side. 
and I've seen a couple that are on the light side, but I definitely say could say I've seen more on the the uh, heavier side than um, being super skinny. The ones that are skinny usually do things like working out, um, running, all these different things. Uh, and the ones that aren't, obviously, they uh, they love food. So that we'll just leave it at that. Um, and uh, ENFJs, uh, personality behaviors, I would say they don't try to become the center of attention, so to speak, like a, a ENTJ would, even though those two types are kind of similar in some ways. Um, but when they're called upon or when they're in a leadership position, they take over and they take ownership of the entire thing. So um, you can definitely, when you're in a small group with an ENFJ, they usually make sure everybody is happy, um, everyone is like accounted for, things like that. Um, they'll be the first to notice that people are feeling bad because of their external feeling. Um, they usually have like a ninth sense about that type of stuff or sixth sense about that type of stuff. Um, and so they, uh, th they definitely have like a super feeling abilities. INFP is very comparable. So the last, the last one I just talked about, um, the way that they walk, I would say is more like a marching walk. Um, I would say most ENFJ men, they kind of walk with their hands kind of following their legs up. They, uh, they have a more determined walk they're usually a little bit faster to walk as well. Um, they're not slow. They're usually not lurpy. They're not nerdy. They look confident. They, um, they usually have, um, uh, they usually have like their shoulders like back a little bit. I'm not saying that they have an ego. Some ENFJs definitely do because they're probably type threes or something like that. But um, ENFJs, they definitely look like they're confident walkers. So um, speech patterns, I would say uh, a lot of them like to joke. They like to make little like punchline type things, just a little zinger sometimes. They, uh, they, they will do that at weird times as well. And they usually are regarded as a very funny personality type to be around just because um, of how witty they can actually be and how quick they can bring that wit. So like they're, they, they're, they're pretty easy to tell in that type of situation, though they won't over talk or be rude about it like other personality types could. Um, and so that's definitely something I see. Um, values for ENFJ, probably more of that type, Enneagram type threes would be uh, fitting probably type seven, maybe a little type eights in there somewhere. And then uh, um, maybe like someone, some of that perfectionist stuff. So um, they're, they're definitely a feeler, but they have a lot of instincts for the extroverted fun and things like that, that the Enneagram is kind of known for. Um, displays personality traits. They, I'm uh, just thinking of some some traits here. So like, I don't know why, but this, uh, like the actor Dick Van Dyke always comes to my head whenever I think of, um, ENFJs, uh, kind of, cause he like walks into a room, hops, like obviously he's acting, but you can kind of just see this like weird cheerfulness in them. Um, and, uh, 
anyway, so there's there's always that type of thing. I have though met some depressed ENFJs, and I I would say they do get pretty depressing if you run into one, um, where it seems like everything can't go right. So that's the uh, the only caveat for those, and I I'm sure it has something to do with a weird stress line inside their enneagram somewhere, um, and then. Uh, yeah, so let's go to the next one. ENFP is the next one. Facial features of ENFP, they do have uh, usually a pointy chin with um, bony cheeks. They'll like actually stick out more like, um, and I know she's not uh, ENFP, but like a Cameron Diaz type cheekbone, like high cheekbone type thing for ENFP is very, very common. Um, body features for ENFPs, I would say that they're kind of more in the middle line area. Um, I've met ENFPs that are very skinny and I've met ENFPs that are overweight. So um, they're kind of all over the place. Uh, personality behaviors that I see all the time is they are just always like on the move. They're always the ones talking in a room. They are all over the place they're usually the life of a party so like it's really easy to tell an enfp when you're inside of like a room or something just because they'll usually be super excited they'll have everybody surrounding them um, because of how much fun they usually are and they'll always have a crazy conversation going whether it be about like some type of like energy movement or something that they have going on or like you know uh, selling whatever they have to sell. So they're, they're extremely good salespeople. Um, the way that they walk, I would say, is kind of like a fast pace. Um, like they're scared of something almost. Like they're uh, like, and I, I'm thinking of all these different walks in my head from ENFPs. Um, like they'll, they'll usually kind of uh, be like, sometimes in like a rush or hurry they'll they'll appear that way even if they're kind of like slow or something um there are some enfp men that are very uh very slow so i'm not going to discount saying that all enfps are fast or something but um i have seen some enfp men especially if they're overweight they're a lot slower paced they usually think about themselves they're usually kind of in some type of uh, negative space in their head or something and and like I know a lot of ENFPs kind of get there um, where the healthy ENFPs they usually definitely work out they they're all over the place they have businesses going on they have like real estate deals all sorts of crazy stuff so um, I think ENFPs they're uh, yeah they're they're definitely more like an a good aesthetic on their body meaning like they don't have like a big head versus their their body size or something it's just like very natural aesthetic with the way that they look uh speech patterns that uh enfps have so they're usually all over the place and they'll usually interrupt at the wrong times and so like and they'll always say something very inappropriate um whether it's about them cross-dressing or all sorts of weird things that happen in the ENFP's life as they kind of grow up. So they always say something very inappropriate for the situation, but everybody loves them for it. So um, it's it's just the way that they are. I think some people, though, they're like, ah, did he really just say what they said? So you got to be careful that the ENFPs are all over the place. 
Um, and the values at ENFPs, like obviously sevens are probably the highest ENFP uh, Enneagram number, followed by like a six. Um, probably some fours in there as well, I would guess. Uh, but I would say probably less two and less like um, ones, which are like the perfectionists. So anyway, um, they're kind of all over the place uh, with Enneagram. And then val- displays a personality type or personality traits that they have is they will show um, they will show like they are more concerned about themselves in how they approach situations then they will show that they are excited for everyone else so uh, it's really hard to get an ENFP super excited for everybody else's success or something meaning um just like in general when you're negotiating with them things like that they will definitely try to get the most out of whatever they can do and i i think that's an internal feeling kind of trait that kind of shows um inside of the ENFP so um, and that's a good thing because if like they want to make sure it's a fair deal and that's where I think it comes from and I think that uh, it's like hey I want to be treated like you know any any way else so that I think that's one reason why they're good at sales is they can really like get someone talked into an idea that way they're very enthusiastic Um, and so anyway uh, that's the first eight types. So, uh, and I'm realizing I'm like 41 minutes into this. I think I'm going to have to do a part two on the last eight types next week. So, um, I think I'm going to go ahead and end it here. If you'd like to, uh, learn more about personality lounge, you can find us on our websites, personality.directory or, and you can find links to our discord channel there. Um, we'd record these live. And uh, next time we'll be talking about the uh, how to spot sensors in real life. So thanks for coming and until next time. Bye.